You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 254. Today, I'm going to show you how to prevent your business from crashing down. So, stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and I've built a multiple seven-figure internet business that offers the financial freedom to do what I want, when I want. And I'm the first to say that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for your success. So, how do you build a thriving business from the inside out? Now, with over 2 million downloads, this is the Mind Your Business Podcast. What's up, you guys? James Wedmore here. Thank you so much for tuning in to a Monday edition of the Mind Your Business podcast. We've got a fantastic episode for you, and I can't wait to get into it. I'm going to talk about how to prevent your business from crashing down. So if you or someone you know or love has a fear of um, maybe this isn't going to last, or this is the beginning of the end, or my business already feels like it's coming crashing down, or... I just don't know how long I can keep this up, then this is the episode for you guys because this is something that I dealt with and I'm going to give you some stuff here that I think is going to be extremely beneficial, has the opportunity to completely transform your relationship with your business and the future. So we'll get into that in just a moment, but I wanted to check in with you guys. First of all, thank you so much for all the amazing reviews that we get here. If you haven't left a review yet, you can head on over to jameswoodmore.com forward slash iTunes. That's where we look at most of our reviews. Even though I think this podcast is like on Spotify and Stitcher and Blitcher and all the other places I don't really know. And I love not being in the weeds or the details of things. But I do check these reviews every single day. And Aruta Camargo just said, the best podcast for entrepreneurs. James provides so much value in each episode. It's a must listen to anyone who wants to build a business from the inside out. Thank you guys so much. Those reviews really help us to get ranked and found more in the whole iTunes thing, which I've yet to figure out. But new people are finding us every day and every week. And that's because of you guys. You're leaving reviews. You're sharing the episodes that you're listening to on social medias, like the Instagrams. You're tagging me. Please tag me so I can thank you and acknowledge you because I really appreciate that. I really, really do. This has just been such an exciting journey and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and better. And if you notice, last week we had three killer episodes. Did you listen to all three of those? Now, I know, I know, I know you're busy. I totally get it. And so there was over two hours of content last week for you, but they were amazing episodes with some incredible guests. Episode 251 If you haven't listened to that one yet, the feedback we're getting on that one is amazing. The real secret to being your best self in business with my guest, Paul Fishman, he came into the office for that one. It was a great episode. We had probably one of my favorite case study breakdowns of someone who basically built a multiple six-figure business in a year. Like at that pivotal moment where she was going to just toss it, I, I, I meet so many entrepreneurs that are at that moment. Please, if that's you come hang out with me. Let me help you save your business (laughs) because I see this a lot. They get started on something and then it's like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. It's more work than what it's worth. It's not making enough money. It's like limping along. And that was Tara Walsh. And she was able to take something that was like a thousand dollars a month, but still like full time and then turn it into a $30,000 a month business. 
unbelievable. That's episode 252. And then for any of you with a team already, episode 253, our Friday edition, is all about team stuff, like raises and incentives and stuff. I love talking about the team. This is the stuff that I really only talk about with uh, my multiple six and seven figure clients that are looking to scale massively. But everyone you know, should have a team no matter what level you're at. And these stories of I'm not ready for that have got to go because if that's the story you've been saying, I'm not ready for a team yet, I'm not there yet. I'm just gonna throw this out there to you. The reason you're not there yet is because you don't have a team. It's catch 22. The reason you're not where you want to be, the reason that you don't have the time or the money, the resources, etc., is because you've been trying to do it all yourself and you've probably been spending a lot of your time doing things yourself that you shouldn't be doing. The things that don't actually move the needle move the ball down the field, increase the bottom line, attract customers, and make sales. The stuff that just kind of keep you safe and comfortable, even when they don't feel comfortable, like programming your website, building out my About Me page. I can't, I'll never forget this. I remember, <laughs> oh, brother. I remember sitting in a Starbucks working. I, before I had an office, I loved to just go to like Starbucks and work. I don't know. I don't do that very much anymore. Every once in a while, just to get out of the office. But... I remember just people watching and I see these two people who I swear like they must have just started a business the day before yesterday and they were there having this business meeting at Starbucks for maybe two to three hours and their entire two to three hours was spent talking about what should go on their business card and the title they should have of themselves on the business card. The design of the business card and what should go on the business card and I just... I'm sorry, I have, to, I have to laugh at things like this because I have really never had a business card since I, had my, like, since I was like a freelance bartender. And it saddens me that people spend so much time on these things that just don't make a difference. You know, well, I wasn't really thinking about working with them, but man, then when I saw their business card, it, I can't tell you how many times people have asked me for a business card. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> if if I had business card and the people would like say things right like like you should have business cards I'm like no because then people would like be calling me <laughs> I don't want that right that's a really unscalable model if people can just call you whenever they want okay I hope you're not spending your time doing those things anyways that's my team stuff there's my team rant you'll always hear me ranting about that so in other news, if you were following me on social media and Instagram, you'll see that we just had our uh, two-day retreat for our BBD Next Level members, and it was epic and amazing. So quick shout out to all our Next Level members that were there, um, because you guys really showed up and played full out during those two days. We push you a bit. It's tough. They're long days. We get you thinking and moving and doing things outside your comfort zone. And I got to tell you, they kicked butt. Like the breakthroughs the work they're doing, all of that. Our coaches are just so impressed and so proud of them. And we had a little powwow afterwards and our next level members don't do this, but all of our coaches were just moved to tears because the majority of the people in that room started working with us in January and what they've discovered, how they've shifted, how they're showing up now and the results they're getting, of course, which is the byproduct of that in just three plus months is extraordinary oh it's so extraordinary and this october 
we're hosting a 500, it'll be our biggest event, 500 person event. Best event you'll ever attend, by the way, for our Business by Design customers. And a few of those next level members will have an opportunity to get on that stage and share their biggest breakthroughs of 2019. And I want you there. So if you're not a member of Business by Design yet, we will be opening the doors to our free training BizFlix series that's even better than last year's on July 29th. So that's July 29th, 2019. That's coming fast, let me tell you. That's coming fast. And you can just go to businessbydesign.net and get on the wait list there. And we might be giving you a little early access, a little special goodie there if you're on that wait list. So that's businessbydesign.net and we'll link that up in the show notes for you. So it's nice and easy. So anyway, so I'm back from that retreat. I'm exhausted. It's awesome. I've taken the last two days off. I'm in the office. It's Saturday, okay, right before Monday. Recording this and then I'm out. I'm, I'm gonna rest completely for the next two days and I hope you're resting as well. Anywho, let's get into today's episode, how to prevent your business from crashing down. I think, here's the deal, a lot of entrepreneurs uh, especially starting out, have this fear that like, <laughs> what if this doesn't work, right? And if you're just getting started or you're in that startup phase, you might be having that fear too. Is this all for nothing? What if this never works? What if I never succeed? Well, if that's you and that's where you are right now, your success is inevitable. Yeah, 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 James, I've heard you say that. Well, your success is inevitable, but you get to choose to operate from that truth or not. If you do, and you experience that success, I'm here to tell you that if you're like most, you're probably gonna experience that that fear of, is this ever gonna work, will be immediately replaced with a new fear. Awesome! This fear of, is this going to last? And a lot of entrepreneurs that work with me that have already kind of maybe gotten past that first six figures or whatever those stupid vanity numbers are, they start to develop this fear that's like this habit of continuously worrying about, is this even gonna last? Is this gonna come crashing down? Is that you? If this is, this episode is for you and I want you to pay extra close attention. Even if you're like, I don't think so, maybe you need to dig deep. Is that kind of like fear being buried down there somewhere? This is really real for a lot of people. They're walking around with, my business isn't gonna last, and it's only a matter of time before it comes crashing down. Then everything around them becomes evidence. This is the beginning of the end. You have a refund, or a complaint, or a post that didn't go well, or your ads account got deactivated, and all of a sudden it triggers these deep, dark thoughts of, this is it, it was fun while it lasted, and now it's the beginning of the end. Is that what you've been doing? I think so many entrepreneurs are spending or rather wasting their life force, their brain power, worrying about things like this and staying up late. That might be you right now, like thinking about how it's gonna end. And I don't need to tell you what happens to your business when you're constantly operating from fear, right? No one became entrepreneur of the year and grew a $10 million a year business saying, you know, I, I wanna thank fear for all this success I've had. And that's my message I wanna leave with the world is just be afraid more often. You know, I can only imagine if I would have started being afraid sooner. 
Well, what an inspiring speech, right? If I would have just been afraid a little bit sooner and intensified that fear, I would have gotten here. And imagine how much more success you'll have. I sound like a president or something. <laughs> this is like inauguration. <laughs> Very inspiring speech here, right? It's silly. It's ridiculous. But yeah, that's the thing to really consider. I know I'm like making a mockery of it, but those negative emotions that we get into don't actually save your business, right? Logically, conceptually, we can at least agree with that and be on the same page, right? You can't actually worry your way out of a problem. No amount of freaking out, being afraid, feeling that fear is going to actually prevent what you don't want to happen to happen, right? Now, that clicked for me consciously. Like, intellectually, I got that. And maybe you do. I hope that you do. And you might be saying, but still, I'm, I can't stop a feeling. We're going to address that in a moment. But to continue on with this episode, you have to agree with that. You have to be on the same page with me here that those negative emotions of anxiety, worry, fear, doubt, all that good stuff, <laughs> that doesn't actually save your business. That doesn't actually cause you to get more results. In fact, it's the opposite. I could say it's neutral and be like, worrying about something doesn't do anything about it, but it's actually not true. It actually creates a disempowering state, which means you won't actually be doing what you need to be doing, and it's an energy that's gonna repel everything that you want. It will literally push away money, and it will push clients, and it will push business away. So for my lady friends here, ladies, have you ever had the experience at any time in your life, maybe you're at a bar, or college party, I don't know, and some guy comes up and, oh boy, here he comes, trying to hit on you, and you just get a sense that he's super needy. Can any of you think back to a time like this? Guys, you could probably think of a time when you're like, oh yeah, I was pretty needy when I, when I tried to do that. Did that attract you to him? Were you just like, dang, this guy's needy, I love it. I need some of this neediness in my life. No, you were immediately repelled, right? And we have a hard time. This is one of the reasons why I created this podcast. We have a hard time. Like so many people, and I love all you guys. <laughs> Usually that means I'm going to say something a little harsh. I love you, I swear. But we tend to agree with a lot of the things that James is saying with our minds, but not necessarily with our actions. Like I get it, James, and that's so true. But then, are we living that way? And I want you to consider for a moment the people that you follow on social media, the people you look up to, the people that you see as leaders. And chances are none of them are projecting this energy of fear, worry, and concern. There's something about them. Some people call it an X factor. Like they've just got this confidence. They've got this vulnerability, which takes massive courage. They've got some quality that they are demonstrating. See, you guys all have the same qualities. You're just choosing not to demonstrate them. And because they are, you admire that. You go, ooh, look at that person doing that and being that. I want me some of that. And then instead, we have to ask ourselves, are we showing up that way in our business to our audience? to our team, to our family, to the world, on Instagram, on your podcast, 
in your Facebook group? Are you showing up fully and demonstrating whatever is the opposite of fear for you? Certainty, confidence, authenticity, and vulnerability. Or are you so fixated on something that hasn't happened yet that you think you have a crystal ball and you think you know how things are going to go, so you're going to focus on this bleak, dark future of it all coming crashing down that you can't even show up that way in an empowering way for your audience. Do you think people are going to want to follow the person that's full of fear, that's reactive, that's playing in the effect of their life instead of the cause? Do you? No, of course not, right? So I'm here to say, I'm proposing that not only do staying in our negative emotions and our fear not help you solve any problems or grow the business or create certainty for the future, but they'll also actually be the thing that actually causes the business to go down. And that is the crazy thing about the power of our mind and our thoughts is that have you ever considered that your fear of your business crashing down is the thing that will actually be the sole cause of your business crashing down. That's how powerful you are. That's the problem. We've all been lying to that we're not powerful. But you get what you think about. That's how powerful you are. And when you're letting fear into your life all day, every day. No, again, you're allowed to get afraid. That's fine. That's totally fine. What do we do when we fall off the horse? We get back on. How fast can you get back on? And then you fall off again. Great, get back on. And then you fall off. Get back on. But staying in that fear and then being afraid of because uh, you're feeling fear. I'm afraid that I'm full of fear. And now I'm even more afraid. You're choosing to ignore how powerful your thoughts are. You're choosing to ignore how powerful you are. And we need to change that. So, again, I bring all this up because this was something that was very real for me. A lot of the things, if not all of the things that I talk about are coming from my own personal experience. In fact, I'm so grateful today when I'm working with a client, whether we're having a conversation here on the podcast or my mastermind or in our coaching programs, and they come to me with something. One of the first things I do in my mind is I go back to the very specific moment in my career, in my journey, where I had that exact same experience. Yeah, I can pull from so much experience. I can look and say, oh, yes. I remember when I was there, and I also remember how I got myself out of that. What a gift it is for you, by the way, if you're going through any quote-unquote problem, challenge, unwanted experience, that I know hindsight is 2020, but you can choose to have that hindsight now in the present moment, that these experiences are opportunities for you to grow, but they're also opportunities for you to be of more value and provide more value to other people in your life. Think about something you're going through right now. And knowing for a fact that you won't be going through this for the rest of your life, right? There's very few things that are permanent, if anything, right? What do they say? Change is the only thing that's constant. So you're not going to be going through this forever. So eventually you'll get through it. You'll get over it or you'll get under it. But you'll get through it. And then at one point, Someone will come to you having experiencing right now in the moment the same thing that you went through. How amazing is that? It should be amazing because most of the people I attract are people that like have a huge heart and really want to help people. 
how much more equipped are you to help people when you have all these personal experiences to call from? Now, you don't need to have the exact same personal experience in order to help somebody, but think about how much more of a connection and empathy and rapport it creates when you say, ah, yes, I went through the same thing and not anymore. So if what I'm describing about this fear that's, you know, it's all coming crashing down resonates with you, I want you to know it's coming from my own personal experience. I've talked about this in the past in the podcast, so I'll keep it really short, but I had this reoccurring dream for years, oh my goodness, of this airplane that would crash right in front of me. And the airplane symbolizes a vehicle that takes you from one place to another, just like your business is this thing that can take you, it's a vehicle, take you from where you are to where you want to go. And it would crash right in front of me and I would run after these people, chase for, I mean, I would run towards the crash to try and save the people. I was never in the plane. I was always outside watching. It was so tragic. I'm so scary. And I'd wake up like in a sweat and everything. And then the most beautiful thing was when I really got completion around this and didn't let this fear drive me anymore. I had the same dream. I'm standing on the balcony like I normally am out on a deck, usually just in different cities and locations. And I'm looking up and I see a plane and it starts to crash and it starts to go back into the same reoccurring dream I've had for years. And then all of a sudden I squint, I zoom in, I look, and this plane turns into a little toy RC airplane and just flies away. And I look to my side and there's a kid, (laughs) a little kid with a remote control flying this airplane. And I never again had that reoccurring dream. I've never again had a, a dream of a plane crashing And I've never had this fear of my business crashing down. So I want to help you with this, if you'll let me. Because I firmly believe that holding on to this fear and telling this story that your business is going to come crashing down becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And it's preventing the growth and the speed of which you grow, massively preventing it. So I was never in a career job. Were you? Did you have a career? Did you come from a corporate background? Whether you did or not, I want you to imagine for a moment that you're in a dream career job for like a big company, right? Now, so if you actually were, that's perfect. You can just think back to when you first got hired to that company. Now, did you have that same fear when you were in that company? Did you have a fear of it all coming, crashing down, the company crashing down? Did you have a fear that your job was gonna come crashing down? Like the first day you got hired or even just the first few months? Chances are, no. Chances are that fear was not present in that job for most people until of course things happen. Maybe maybe the boss comes in and says like, we're gonna have layoffs and stuff. That's not what I'm talking about, okay? So besides those circumstances, if you like went to go work for Amazon today, you probably, and you're there for a month, you probably don't have a fear versus like the first month of in business. Why is that? Chances are it's because you can see a path. You can see certainty and you can see the future more clearly. Maybe you have a supervisor and you're like, ooh, one day I want her job. And then there's someone above them, like this manager, and like, and then I'm gonna get there, right? And you know, you can see all the way to the CEO. There's some clarity there of seeing this path, of seeing some certainty and seeing the future. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting for just a moment to kind of ponder that? However, if you're like a lot of my listeners, you probably left that corporate job. How many of you listening left corporate work to go do your own thing? So here's this thing where you had certainty, but why'd you leave, right? 
You left because there was something about that certainty that you didn't like, right? Maybe that certainty gave you a lack of freedom and independence. You felt too much controlled. Every day you're told what to do and what not to do. And you felt called for something more. You wanted to not follow the path. You wanted to carve your own path, right? That's what drives a lot of entrepreneurs that just jump ship from corporate into their own thing. And then you jump ship and you become afraid of the very thing that you wanted. This is what you asked for. And I'm here to remind you of that because with entrepreneurship, we already know that comes with freedom, right? With the title and experience of being a successful entrepreneur, you have the opportunity to have freedom. You do have freedom. Even if you're like, James, I'm working like 20 hours a day. I don't experience any freedom. That's your choice. You created that. So you have the freedom to create a 20 hour day. No, I've got bills to pay and all this stuff. You are choosing to pay those bills. You're choosing to sign up for those things. Freedom. But with that freedom, with this title and role of being an entrepreneur, there also means you have to experience the certainty of uncertainty. It's inevitable. Why? Because carving your own path means there is no path. You're creating it. A metaphor I like to use here is like, you're an artist. Because I used to paint a lot and draw a lot. And you work in a job, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. And it's like a boss comes to you, a manager says, hey, you'll get rewarded when you paint by numbers. You know, one is red and two is green and just paint in the lines and do what we tell you to do. And you're great. And you're like, okay, this is fine for a while. And then all of a sudden that desire starts building. And you're like, but I want to paint my own art. I don't want to follow somebody else's art. I want to create my own. I'm going to be an entrepreneurial artist. And so, hey, no problem. And so then someone plops down a blank canvas in front of you, which is exactly what you asked for. It's this blank, white, empty canvas. And then we become petrified of that canvas. The very thing we wanted becomes the very thing we're afraid of. In fact, if you've been freaking out about the future of your business, worrying about if it's going to come crashing down, I want you to check in with yourself. What is it that you're already picturing in your head? What is it that you see in your mind that really triggers this feeling and emotion? Chances are you're, you have some visual of like what it looks like when the business is no longer there. Like, oh, I'm going back to work or oh, I'm looking at the bills piling up or something like that. But there's probably an image that comes up before that, something that's being called to mind or rather something that's not being called to mind. You see, for me, when I thought about the future of my business, I couldn't really see anything at all. And that, my friends, therein lies the problem. For me, it was like looking at a bridge that I was standing on that went out into the mist, into the fog. It's like this unfinished bridge. I couldn't see what was next. I couldn't see the future of my business. I didn't have a vision for the future. No wonder I was freaking out so much. No wonder I went to a dark place of my business crashing down because I didn't have anything to see. I didn't have a future that was so clear and so vivid 
that it felt so real that I knew I had nothing to worry about. And I want you to check in right now and see if that's the same. And maybe it may not be, and that's okay. There's nothing right or wrong about that. But it's something for you to look at. If you say you're afraid your business isn't going to last, what do you picture 12 months from now in the context of your business? What do you see in your mind's eye? And if you're having a harder time coming up with something, that's not a coincidence, folks. Those are linked. And that's exactly what we need to do because you got to get on board with the fact that the core, the one thing that all entrepreneurs, not some, not most, but all entrepreneurs must master at the center of their zone of genius. So you, we all have a zone of genius. We all have gifts. Like some people are really great at speaking and inspiring. Other people are great problem solvers and creatives and all these different things. It's awesome. But every single one of us needs to all have one universal gift that we've mastered. And that's right in the center of your zone of genius. And that is your ability to be a visionary, to see the future in your mind clearly. That's what an entrepreneur is. It's like we forgot it. People think an entrepreneur is just quitting your job, being unemployable and making money on your own. A true entrepreneur is someone who has mastered the ability to see a future that is bigger, brighter, and more real than your past and your current circumstances. And every moment of every day is choosing that vision of the future versus your past. In the present, every moment, you either choose the future or you choose the past. Because how much money's in the bank account, how many followers you have on Instagram, how much your last launch or promotion did or didn't do is all in the past. And the best thing about the past is it's over with. But if that's all you're focusing on, well, you get what you focus on, more of the same. And you can't find one entrepreneur that's successful, that you look up to, that didn't believe in the future that they have now first, that they didn't believe in it. Because the fact of the matter is, is we won't actually go after what we don't believe in. We won't take the necessary right actions for the things that we absolutely believe in. We won't. Why would you go after taking actions for things that you don't actually believe in? I don't think it's a possibility, but let me just give it my all anyways. No. So the belief has to be there in your mind first. You have to see it. You have to live it. You have to make it so real for yourself that there's no room for doubt and uncertainty because you already know how powerful of a being you are. And that's when you realize that worry and anxiety, that's a vision too. That's a visualization of what you don't want. And because you're so powerful, you keep focusing on what you don't want, you're gonna get it, right? What do you get when you focus on fear and worry? More things to focus on, more things to fear and worry about, right? Now, I have a sense that most listening now are with me. You get it. We're on the same page. Maybe you've had to rewind a little bit, but you're with me. 
maybe you were listening at 2x speed and then I talked really fast. And you're like, let me go back to 1x speed and hear what James really has to say here, right? But maybe that objection's coming up of like, but I don't know what my five to 10 year vision looks like. I just can't call something to mind. I know, <laughs> that's what the problem is. Or, but I don't know how that's gonna look, James. And I'm here to tell you that first of all, we gotta just dismiss all that out of the way. That you don't need to know the how, right? I, you hear me say all the time, F the how for now. Here's a better question to start asking. Because anytime we say we don't, we, we're worrying and fearing, you already know what you don't want. You know what you don't want. You don't want to be broken homeless, right? You don't want to have to go back and get a J-O-B. So you know what you don't want, which means the fact that you know what you don't want already means you know exactly what you do want. It's the opposite of what you don't want. That's it. What's the opposite? I get it. Our brains are wired to focus on survival and threats and problems. But you're an entrepreneur now, and it's time we develop a better discipline call everyone else normies for a reason. I'm sorry, <laughs> but you're not a normie anymore. You can't think like everybody else. That's what's so great about a job. You don't need to do a lot of thinking. I remember having jobs and I was like, this is amazing. Someone's just going to tell me what to do. And once I master these tasks, I kind of just shut my brain off and do it on autopilot. You don't really get to do that with entrepreneurship. You don't get off the hook for just saying, well, I don't know what my vision is. Therefore, I won't have one. I don't see anything. You have to create it. And if you're not doing it now, then when the heck are you? Because you already are creating a vision of your future and it's everything that's freaking you out. It's, you're putting all this stuff in here that you don't want. So we need to make a better one. We need to get you more outcome oriented. By the way, if it sounds like I'm yelling at you, I'm not. I say this with pure love and passion. I'm fighting for you. My gosh, I really am. I hope you feel that. I'm not, I'm not yelling at you. So here's a question I'm going to put on you. And then I'm going to walk you through a visualization. So please make sure you're not driving when we do this. Because it'll be an eyes closed process. What is something that you know for a fact that you'll be doing when your business is still thriving and still successful that will let you know with absolute certainty that your business is kicking butt? What is a specific action, activity, something that you will be doing that will tell you that it will be the effect, it will be the aftermath of a successful business? Like it will be triggered by you kicking butt in your business. Does something come to mind right now? We don't need to have a 10-year goal right now. That's okay. You don't even need a five-year goal. But even just a year from now, what is something that you'll be doing that you would only do if you knew that your business was being successful? And it doesn't even have to be related to work. One of my favorite things is my staycations with my wife after our big launches. We go to our local hotel. We relax in the hotel in our robes for a few days and we have room service. I had a copywriter ask me once one of the greatest questions and she says, what does success taste like to you? My response was, oh, easy. Room service. Bacon and eggs, room service. <laughs> For some reason, food just tastes so much better when it's wheeled in on a cart. Am I right? <laughs> so I visualize that. I visualize that before our launches. How simple is that? What's something that you could start to call to your mind now? that if this were happening, you would know for a fact that your business was 
successful. But here's why I'm asking these questions and here's why this is so important. You will continue to operate from fear, worry, and anxiety and freaking out that your business is going to come crashing down for as long as you choose to not have a vision of the future that is more clear and more powerful than the vision you have of it crashing down. You're either breathing your life into it crashing down or to it thriving. It always starts with you. So why not start that now? So whatever it is that works for you and really it was that we go into this visualization, your goal here is to make it meaningful for you. If it's that vacation, if it's that house, if it's that car, if it's showing off to your brother-in-law or your sister-in-law and finally rubbing it in their faces, do it because it works because you can feel it. Don't judge yourself for being, oh, that's shallow. I should only be of pure impact. No, whatever is going to move you. This is about being moved by what you see from the future. Otherwise, you're going to move towards a future you don't want. Now, here's a great example. I've been using this for years for myself. When we talk about things like the law of attraction and manifestation, here's why my litmus test. I don't know if I've ever shared this on our manifesting episodes, but let me ask you a question. Get present to this question right now. Do you believe that the sun is going to come up tomorrow? Yes or no? You can even say it out loud if you're listening in public. For most people, when I ask this question, they answer yes. Do you believe that the sun is going to come up tomorrow? Yeah. For most, it's an answer of yes. If you said no, you're weird. <laughs> We'd probably be good friends. But most people should just say yes. I have had one or two. Well, sometimes I question that. Really? <laughs> All right. What else are you questioning? But here's the thing. I'm going to ask you again. I want you to notice how you feel when you answer this question. Do you believe that the sun is going to come up tomorrow? How does that feel? Where do you feel that? That, chances are, is a feeling of just trust and certainty and 100% faith without even needing to be faith. It's just like, it's like, there's like, faith, I believe! And then there's just like, yeah, of course. Idiot, of course the sun's going to come up tomorrow. And I want you to get present to that feeling. It's probably not even a strong feeling. It's just this light knowingness, right? And I want you to take that feeling and then I want you to Focus on one of your goals that you have in your business. Think of a goal that you have. Maybe it's your quarter two goal or your 2019 end of year goal or a project you're working on, like getting your book published or something like that. And when you think about that goal or outcome that you're committed to, what's the feelings you have around that? I'm trying to manifest it. I have the faith. I'm trying not to be afraid, right? <laughs> For most it's probably really different. Now try this for just a second. I want you to think about this thing that you want, this goal, this outcome. And I want you to see if you can replace the feeling that you have about this certainty of the sun rising tomorrow. And if you can associate that same feeling when you think about this goal or outcome. I'll give you just a moment to do that. And I hope you're not driving. Don't, you know, any type of this where you may want to close your eyes or not, please make sure you're not driving or operating heavy machinery here. But just to pause and get present to this, think of a goal that you want and see if you can overlay that same feeling of just laid back knowingness, certainty that, yeah, of course the sun's going to rise and of course I'm going to become a best-selling author. 
That to me, if you did that and you can keep practicing that and you can practice that with everything is exactly how I demonstrate in my life and embody and live energy and manifestation and the law of attraction as much as I can. Now, then I can intensify it and make it really exciting and, and just really feel it and bring in emotion into it. But I'm also checking in to make sure that's like not this like overcompensating like, oh, I better hold on to this tighter. It's actually much more like, like let go relaxed, right? Because you just don't question the sun coming up. There's nothing to hold on to that's going to put you in fear there for most of us, unless you're weird. <laughs> okay. So if you're starting to get this and you're still with me, which I hope you are. I want to take you through an actual visualization process. We're going to actually queue up music. So again, I will ask that you're not driving because I am going to invite you to close your eyes, which you don't have to do, by the way. But it's always nice to close out the eyes, give the conscious mind and all the information that's coming in at you through your eyeballs a little bit of a break. It's an opportunity to get a little present, to rest that monkey mind a bit. So it's always a gift for you. And I want you to remember that your conscious mind which by the way, we put so much pressure on that conscious mind to do all the things, to answer all the problems, to know all the answers. It's also an opportunity to give your conscious mind a little bit of a break here and to realize that it's your conscious mind that's the setter of your goals. It's there to direct the outcomes. It's like the rudder on your ship. It's the compass. And it's your unconscious mind that's the goal getter. The part of you that's going to just make the right things happen at the right time in the right way. And the more you begin to trust your unconscious mind, the easier that process becomes. And that's just so awesome. So have you pulled over? Have you given yourself a moment where you can either be alone or be alone at least in your mind? Let's take you through this visualization right now. I want you to go ahead and if you're standing up, sit down and make sure your feet are flat on the floor, your hands are resting comfortably in your lap. And when you're ready, just close your eyes and take a deep breath in and an audible sigh out. That's it. And one more time, deep breath in and an audible sigh out. And I'd like you to imagine a scenario, a scenario where you'll be doing something out in the future where you know for a fact, without a shadow of a doubt, that your business is thriving. It's becoming more and more successful. Bring to mind this scene or scenario right now. Maybe it's an epic retreat with your growing team. Maybe it's a standing ovation at the end of your biggest event yet. Or it's an annual vacation you take your family to. Or that dream house you were finally able to buy. There's no right or wrong answer here. Just one thing that when you're 
living this moment, you'll know without a shadow of a doubt that your business is thriving. And when you have this scene, this scenario, this moment, this vision, I want you to make it real in your mind's eye right now. What do you see? Notice the details in this image or this movie. Notice what you hear and feel what you feel. Make it bigger, make it brighter and make it more real right now. That's it. And if you haven't yet, step right into this scene and make it so real for yourself right now that you can't help but feel how good it feels to experience all of this. Notice who you're with, the people that you care about, and the people who've supported you, and how good it feels to feel grateful for all the love that surrounds you. And perhaps while you're experiencing this scenario, you get present to the moment and you look back. You look back and realize that you're living the vision that you created for yourself way back when. Your conscious choice to choose this better future and to see it, to hold it clearly in your mind every day, that's what got you here. And having realized this vision, you smile. You smile knowing now from this new place, you can begin to see an even bigger vision for yourself and for your future. And when you've really made this scenario so real for you, and you're satisfied with how good it feels, hold on to that feeling. And when you're ready, I want you to step outside of your body and outside of the picture so that you can see yourself in this picture. And take as much time as you need. And when you're ready, you can hang this picture on a cork board or a bulletin board in your mind right there in front of you. And above this board, in big, bold letters, you're gonna write, my vision. And know that you can come back to this board at any time to access this scene and this feeling and to create new scenes that your unconscious mind will go to work on for you. And when you're done enjoying that, you can come back right now, right back into this room and into your body. Open your eyes to a brand new future, a brand new vision that powerfully calls you forward every single day. Okay, cool. You didn't fall asleep on me? Good. <laughs> so let me ask you, did you feel fear in that moment? When I took you through, it's a very short quick process, right? Did you feel fear in that moment through that visualization? Probably not, right? Interesting. 
We can change how we feel when we change what we choose to focus on, right? And we get what we focus on. So you have a choice. Life is a choice. In every moment, you have a choice. You can choose to focus on fear and uncertainty, create this self-fulfilling prophecy of the business, your business coming crashing down, or you can choose to focus and to feel a vision of a bigger, brighter, better future. That is your choice, moment by moment by moment. Now, like any habit, it may be hard at first. It may be uncomfortable at first. It might take some work. But just like anything you learn new for the first time, you don't give up if you don't get it perfect and right the first time, right? You keep at it. And if this is really important to you, then you'll make sure to do whatever it takes to keep at it. To notice when you haven't been choosing it. To get really intentional about caring about the way you feel and knowing for a fact that when you're feeling afraid and negative and anxious and full of worry, that that means that your attention is on a vision that you don't want. It's on an imagined future that you don't want. And it's your job to focus on what you do want. Now, my final piece here, hopefully this helped you and assist you in some way, but the final piece that always works for me is I have a safety blanket, you know, and it's not the safety blanket you think. In fact, you have the same safety blanket. You're just choosing not to use it. People say things like, well, that's easy for you, James. You have following and money and team and all this stuff. I didn't always, guys. <laughs> Wasn't born with it. But I told you at the beginning of this episode that we had a two-day retreat for our next level coaching clients. And afterwards, we had a debrief with our coaches and each and every one of us were brought to tears. They were moved by the transformation that our students, our clients have had. And the last thing that I said to them, which is crazy, is what we created in those two days is exactly what I've been holding and seen in my mind for years. And the only part of me that struggled with that was not knowing the how, not knowing how all of it was gonna come to be. But I still trusted in that vision. And one of the beautiful things is realizing that in that moment, I had a team of nine other coaches. I didn't need to worry about the how because the right people came forward and we figured it out together because I focused on the outcome. It was able to become a, a reality first in my mind and then second out there in the world. That's how powerful this is, but I have a safety blanket. I know that everything will always work out for me. We've been told our entire lives, by teachers and parents and definitely the media. Oh my goodness. Media, you know, you know this. We're not going to get all conspiracy on you. By the way, even the word, the phrase conspiracy theory was a phrase fabricated and invented by 
the CIA in the 1960s in order to discourage individuals from questioning the government. If we just label them conspiracy theorists, it'll discredit someone's wanting to question the government. Just a, you can go Google that. <laughs> like Freedom of Information Acts of exposed files that, that show that. So even the media, it focuses on fear. It shows you only the bad things. And all of a sudden, you think the whole world is bad. We've been raised our whole life. We've been told that life is tough. Life is scary. Life is dangerous. And it's full of a bunch of bad people. Well, what do we even say in this whole episode? You get what you focus on. My safety blanket, I know for a fact that this life that we're living is a mysterious, magical miracle. It is so exciting, full of synchronicities and, and signs and chance encounters that's so easy to write off as coincidence. Ah, just a coincidence. But there's probably some part of you that knows that it's not. There's a quote, it's a roomy quote that's stayed with me for a very long time. Quote is simple. It says, it's all rigged in your favor. All of it. I have a safety blanket. I know that everything will work out for me. That everything will always work out. And I believe that in every cell of my body. I also believe that for you. Like I said, life is a choice. You can choose to know that. You can choose to remember that. That you're always protected. You're always taken care of. Or you can choose to focus on fear. It's up to you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Here's to your success. Here's to the future, to your vision, to the impact that you're going to have out in the world. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you on the next episode. Take care. What is the reoccurring revolution? Well, if you look closely, you'll notice that smart and successful entrepreneurs are all adding reoccurring monthly revenue to their business model so they can create consistency in their cash flow and certainty in their lives. And they're doing this with paid monthly digital membership programs. So let me ask you, did you get into this business so you could stay up late at night and worry about where next month's sales were going to come from? Or did you want to create something that would work even when you didn't? That's what a membership is all about. And my good friend, Mr. Stu McLaren, founder of Tribe, is hosting a free video workshop on how to start, launch, and grow your very own profitable membership so you too can get in on the reoccurring revolution and finally move from a place of constantly selling to consistently serving. So to get started now, head on over to jameswedmore.com forward slash tribe right now.